Hello everyone and welcome to Road Trippin' 3. So, third time doing a road trip podcast. Thank you everyone for listening. Um, got a lot to get to today. Um, and I certainly do apologize again. This is the latest it's taken me to get a podcast out. Um, just to kind of explain uh, what's been going on. Um, we'll go back to Sunday. Um, Sunday went out fishing. I uh, got back home. It was about 7 o'clock. Decided I didn't really want to cook. So the only thing... Well, when you're in a small town and you don't want to cook and you don't want to leave again, uh, you order pizza. I won't name the place, but I have two places in town that deliver, I believe. There might be a third one that I might be forgetting, but one of them was closed, so I went with the other one, and about three o'clock Monday morning, um, I got really ill. So needless to say, that wiped me out for recording on Monday. Um, we're going to get into a lot more of this in depth, but on Tuesday I had, if, if you remember, um, I've been waiting to have a meeting with the, uh, place that I'm doing my ministry school through about my eligibility due to my, uh, marriages and divorce. I'd been waiting about three and a half weeks, uh, finally had my phone call meeting and it did not go well and I got very upset was hurt confused um I decided not to record on Tuesday because I want to be real on this show and You'll get my real thoughts on everything, on what I was thinking. But I was also afraid that the way that I was feeling and how emotional I was, that I might say something that I don't truly mean and might regret later on. So I did not want to run the risk of that. So I decided to hold off on Tuesday. Wednesday, I was still upset. Um, (laughs) Somehow was able to pull it together to lead the Bible study on Wednesday night. But when I got home from it, I still just... I I, I didn't want to record it. So that's why it's Thursday and we have this going out. So before we get in depth on it... Um, I do want to say, again, I appreciate everyone for following me on this journey. So I'm recording this on Thursday, August the 10th. On this day a year ago, I announced on my Facebook page I was doing this podcast. Monday, the 14th, will be officially the one-year anniversary of this show. Again, I had no idea this show was going to be what it was. I didn't think it was going to last maybe a month or two. 
but we've been going strong for a year. So Monday, and yes, we will have a show on Monday unless either I am on my deathbed or I don't have a voice. Otherwise, we will have a show on Monday to celebrate the one-year anniversary of this show. But let's get in depth on this. Um, So again, two marriages, one of them ended in a divorce. The second one, we are separated. We're not legally divorced yet. So we have a conversation and basically what was given to me were three options. Um, One was uh, if I could get my, I guess, say my current wife to initiate the divorce, then that would be acceptable. We're not going to get into the specifics of kind of the issues with that. But then the second option was to reconcile. Um, Again, I've talked about that, about that relationship. And me and her have talked and we both realized we just weren't really good for each other. So I even explained to him everything and, but still for, and, but still he, well, reconciliation would be good. God's performed miracles, that sort of thing. The third option, and this one really hurt and I'm not for sure why, but he said, you could also take a vow to never remarry again. Like, okay, well, the first option might be a no-go. Second option definitely is not happening. And then the third one, so basically I am saying for the next 40 years of my life, I'm never going to remarry, even if I do meet the person that I'm supposed to be with. So hurt turned to anger and frustration pretty quickly on this. And my thoughts and emotions ran the gamut of, first off, I I don't understand how... My, My first thought was, I don't understand this. I've been told that I'm forgiven of my sins. God forgives me of my sins. Even for sins that I, that I'm going to, all that. But yet I'm not forgiven for divorce so that I can't earn credentials to, to serve in ministry or to be a pastor. It made no sense to me. Um, the second, uh, another thought was, you know, things were bad in, in my second marriage. I explained it to him, but still he thought the best, one of the things to do is to reconcile and go back to that. My life didn't change till I got away from that. And it didn't understand because then it was just like, well, things were going bad. I wouldn't think God would want thing, you know, me to be in a bad situation, but was I wrong? Maybe God wanted me to stay there. I, Again, a lot of it was not adding up to what I believe and what I know. 
and then it ran and then it ran to well maybe the whole thing about being a pastor I was wrong maybe it wasn't God's calling and maybe it was something else and maybe I was just completely wrong and maybe I was completely wrong about the whole ministry thing altogether and then finally I just got to the point to where I just want to give up I was better off when I was just a dude going to church I was lost I had no clue what I was going to do I reached out to some people. Um, Wednesday night, I, I talked to some a couple guys before the uh, before Bible study. I was talking to a couple other people through through uh, text and Facebook Messenger because I really wasn't for sure what I was gonna do. Except I, I got to Wednesday night and my decision was I'm not taking another class until this is decided because I don't want to take all the classes and then find out I'm, in, I'm ineligible. One of the guys before Bible study said, you know, you said you were called into ministry. That covers a lot of things, not just being a pastor. I said, yeah, but, you know, I'm starting to get that pull in the ministry. He goes, yeah, but who's to say you're not like Pastor Carey, who doesn't run his own church? He's a fill-in. Who's to say that's not what you're supposed to do? Who, who's to say ministry covers a lot of things? Maybe you don't need all of the credentials to, to do what you're supposed to do. Suddenly things started to make sense. And then I get a text message later on um, that says one of the things was if you have a calling to be in ministry, which I feel you do, you're going to have obstacles every step of the way. And that Satan's going to do everything that he can to put doubt, fear, and frustration in your life so that you stop doing what you're doing and quit. Said so these are just obstacles that are in your way. It is meant to help you grow from it. And then this was the biggest this was the biggest thing that and then one of the other people I was messaging to said so are you only taking these classes for the credentials and a piece of paper saying that you can do something? Didn't you start taking these classes because you were called to serve God and help people? Yeah, that that really hit me hard. And then finally the last one was your calling makes you a pastor not a piece of paper and suddenly I realized what I was doing I put so much focus on these credentials this piece of paper stating this that I forgot the whole purpose altogether And then I drastically calmed down on everything and realized that 
Yeah, I got the calling to be in the ministry and the pull to be a pastor. But that was to serve God and help people. It wasn't to chase after a piece of paper, but I was putting more emphasis on the paper and not the purpose. So after getting home from from Bible study, um, doing a lot of thinking, I decided that I'm going to go back into the classes and take them while I'm trying to sort out the divorce thing and eligibility. And if it and if it turns out that I'm ineligible through Assembly of Gods, that's fine. The classes are still everything that I need to know and to help me anyway. And whatever it is that I decide to do in ministry or whatever, if there is a piece of paper that I need and I can't do it through Assembly of God churches, there's other ways. So uh, that's the great thing about what I have now in my life. I have a community of people that are willing to help me when I start to overreact and I lose perspective on what's important. And the important thing of this is is that I focus on the purpose of why I'm called to do this and why I'm doing this. And not the credentials, the piece of paper or and it really is it is true with everything in life if you look at it. I mean, why do you agree to volunteer? Are you volunteering because you want to help people? Or are you volunteering because, I don't know, you'll get your name in the newspaper? Or, you know, tithing at at church, which next time I do a tithe message, you better believe this is going to be part of it. Why are you tithing to your church? Are you tithing because you understand the true meaning of it and what and what it what it means? Or are you doing it just to cross something off the list? Well, went to church today, paid my tithe. I'm good. And the thing was I I, I, I forgot to trust in God. Because one of the other thoughts I have is, why would God send me on this path knowing that that this was going to stop it? Because God will find a way to make it happen no matter what. I can't make it happen, but God can So that's where I'm at now. 
So I'm going to continue these classes. I'm going to take some free online classes. I'm just going to load up and, and, and go back to how I was before. I was, taking, I was taking the classes, I was reading, I was studying. But I have a little bit more perspective on things now. I'm, not, I'm just not going to gorge myself on stuff just for the heck of it. I don't even more calculated or planned out. But I think that's what I need to do. I need to start shaping, have myself shaped and molded to where I'm unshakable, where in these situations I don't fall apart. Because that question of why would God put me on this path and then and then have it taken away, because he wouldn't do that. He wouldn't, oh, Scott, sorry, you were almost there, bud, but I'm going to have to take it away. God's not going to do that. The whole talk of spiritual warfare and, and everything is starting to become realer and realer to me the deeper I get into this. Because one of the other thoughts I have is, is I chased radio. That wasn't what God wanted me to do. I had a couple obstacles, but for the most part, no. Everything came easy to me in that. Well, gee, I wonder why. Because me being in radio wasn't a threat. It wasn't, it wasn't a threat of me because I was in sports. I wasn't preaching the gospel. I wasn't, I wasn't even, I wasn't even really in church or anything when I was doing Now God's pulled me in the ministry and wants me to serve him and help people and Satan doesn't like that. So now I have to be on guard to realize that he's going to try to do everything that he can to destroy everything God has built in my life up to this point. And there's going to be dips and valleys and everything. Especially now. There's going to be a lot. I didn't think it was going to be this... I didn't think it was going to be this bad. Especially considering... When I started going to New Journey... I was in one of the darkest places you can be. Wanting to die. Hating life so much to a point to where... The only option you feel... Is to die. So to go from that to starting to see the light, getting out of the darkness, getting into the light. And I'm not going to lie. And, and, and maybe I'm wrong. Again, I am no expert in any of this. I got saved and really started to do things the right way 15, 16 months ago. So nowhere near an expert on this. This is one of the toughest things I've ever done in my life. Because there's going to be hard times. 
and there's going to be hard times, not because you're a bad person or you're doing bad things. You're going to have hard times because you're doing the right things. And I think that's the hardest thing for people to understand. Still be to this day. I should know by now, but still. I still say, but why? I'm doing things the right way. Why do they have to go? Why does all this bad stuff have to happen? It's testing. It's testing you, making you stronger. It's also very difficult for me coming from a sports background on things. I played basketball. If you want your jump shot to be better, what do you do? You go out there and you shoot hundreds upon hundreds of thousands of jump shots and you can see a tangible evidence of improvement. With this, it's not as easy to see improvement. It's not as easy to gauge that either. Or, to to put it another way with this too is... So, when I started playing tennis... As a sophomore in high school... I had very little knowledge and knew not how to play the right way. My goal was to play for the conference title. So to go from bare bones beginner to one of the 10 best players or 12 best players in that conference. Not an easy task. But there is a time frame on it. I had three years. And I worked hard, worked hard, worked even harder, overworked. And I got there. But in life, especially when you follow Christ, like with me, my pull is into ministry, my pull is into this. But here's the thing. I can read my Bible, I can take classes, I can watch sermons, do as much as I possibly can. And that's not going to get me any closer to the finish line than what God wants me to get to. In sports and other things, you can improve by leaps and bounds very fast. But in life, when you're following Christ, it doesn't work that way. This has not been one of the other hardest things for me to understand. Because it used to be, well, I'll just outwork everything. I'll put my nose to the grindstone and just work, work, work at it. And it'll eventually happen. I could read the Bible from cover to cover in a month. I don't think that's actually a possibility. But, you know, hypothetically, I could do that. But that's not going to jump farther ahead in God's plan for 
that's going to be all good for me to know. But if God's not ready for me to be to the next part of his plan, it doesn't matter. So I have to deprogram myself from the fact of I like studying. I love learning stuff. There's nothing wrong with that. Learn as much as I want. But I have to deprogram myself in my head to realize it's not going to make a difference. It's not going to get me closer to where I'm going to be. What all of that learning is going to do is it's going to prepare me for when I get into a situation to where I need to help someone. I'll have the knowledge to do it. But I can't go from where Scott Daly is, and sorry about talking, I'm not the rock, but just to, you know, I could do all the studying I want from right now, but it's not going to make Scott Daly now in, let's say, three months a pastor. It doesn't work that way. One, there's a credentialing process and everything, but two, even if there was, that's not part of God's plan right now, then it doesn't matter. It's not going to happen. I fully believe now I was put in the radio was to develop skills which was developing my communication skills and my and my skills to be able to deal with people. Which is also why, since I got out of radio for the last over 12 years, almost every, every job I've had has had me dealing with people, working with people, talking with people, Gee, I wonder why. Because now, God finally says, Ha ha, see? This is what I want from you. I want you to be in ministry. Possibly be a pastor. Well, what are some necessary skills you have to have to do that? You have to be able to talk, communicate, and, and deal with people. It took me a while to figure that out. Because it just made no sense. It's like, well, why would I be in radio then? that has nothing to do with this. Well, it does. Not to mention it helps with this podcast, too. It's amazing that I was not a real follower of Christ when I got into radio. I started going to school for radio when I graduated. That was 1997. And I spent 14 years. Well, if you count the year I was in school, 15 years in radio. And for a while I felt, well, it was kind of useless. Now I realize there's a purpose. Even when I wasn't a full believer, 
I wasn't going to church regularly. I wasn't reading my Bible. Heck, I wasn't doing anything for, for Christ, really, except listening to Christian music. But still, at the end of the day, his plan still had me at a spot. Like, this isn't where you're going to be for the rest of your life. This is going to help you down the road. And you know what's amazing about it is? So I, I, I started by Radio Korean Davenport. My next job was in Oskaloosa. You know where Oskaloosa's at? I started in Oskaloosa in 2004. Actually in June of 2004. So 19 years ago. I was working in a field that God had me working in to prepare me for what I was going to do later on in life. And for those of you that that don't live in Iowa, that don't live in the United States or whatever, or know what, what I'm talking about, Oskaloosa is 30 minutes from where I live now, Knoxville. So 19 years ago, he had me in a field preparing me, working on my skills to help me for what's going to be eventually what I'm going to do down the road in a half an hour from the place to where I, where I end up now that turns my whole life around. And some of you that might be skeptical skeptical about all of this say, well, you're really just kind of stretching this. Really? Am I stretching? I've had people say, you talking about the Holy Spirit stuff. Oh, it's just Bible thumping, holy roller stuff. Really? Do you think Scott Daly from 19 years ago was thinking, you know what? This is just going to be a temporary stop for me. I'm eventually going to be in ministry. This is going to help me with that. Heck no. In 2004, I was thinking I was going to be at ESPN and I was going to rule the sports world. I was going to be one of the best ever. And now look, 19 years later, you can say, well, you've gotten older, you've had experience. No, I've just seen the light. I've seen the light and fully realized that that why would I think the God that created the heavens, the earth, the stars, the galaxies, everything. Why would I think it'd be impossible for him to have me 19 years ago living a half an hour from the town that, that I'm going to, that I would eventually move to that would change my life and get me closer to him?
And that's that's the hardest thing for a lot of people when it comes to Christianity. They can't wrap their heads around the fact that God's plan isn't a straight line. Rascal Flats has one of the greatest love songs, at least in my opinion, ever written called God Bless the Broken Road. It's a love story about how the broken road leads you to that. A lot of people use that at their wedding. God bless the broken road of your life that leads you to that person. But that's not just a love song if you think about it. God blesses everyone's broken road of their life that eventually leads them to him. And that leads then that leads you to the life that he has for you. Some people choose to actively seek to find the right path on that broken road that leads to it. Others, unfortunately, don't. And that's why it's important for us, the ones that have chosen to seek and and find, that we do what we can to help those people that haven't found it, to help them see it. And that's the true reason why I started taking those classes. I just forgot about it. Because I put my focus on a piece of paper that says I can do it. And ultimately, that's just a governing thing. Just like I was told, your calling is what makes you a pastor, not a piece of paper. But not just being a pastor, your calling of whatever it is that you are meant to do on this planet is what matters. It doesn't matter what a company or a boss or other people tell you. So that's what I've learned over the last week. I went over a little bit, I'm sorry, but I had a lot. Um, I certainly do appreciate everyone listening being a part of my family. Please. Once again, also thank you with Alexis's YouTube channel. She has over 230 subscribers now. Closing in on 300. Like I said, I'd love to get her to 500 subscribers before her birthday in November. Also, again, this podcast is on eight different formats, but the original platform was Anchor.fm, which is now called Spotify for, for Podcasters. 
we are now 75 listens away from 1,000 all time on that on that platform. Also, for the special one-year anniversary show on on Monday, I would love to hear from you. Baby Steps Podcast 1978 at gmail.com or you know what I'm going to throw out my own personal email to you it's my first and last name Scott Daly S-C-O-T-T-D-A-I-L-E-Y the number 7 at gmail.com questions comments stories Anything that you've taken from the year of listening to this show, I would love to hear from you. And to be able to share that with everyone else on the show, if that's okay. If not, please, send me a comment anyway, but also put in there, please don't share this on the show. And I won't. I'll keep that private. But I'd love to hear from you. Also... My Wednesday night Bible studies that I'm leaving that I'm leading. The series is called The Way of Him Possible. If you go to Facebook and you look up New Journey Church in Knoxville, Iowa, we are live streaming all the all the studies. Not just the ones that I'm going to do, but other people as well. So you'll be able to either you can watch them live. They're at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time in the United States. So those listeners from other countries, you're probably going to have to figure out the time difference. But the good thing is, with YouTube, once it's done, they stay on the page. So you can go back the next day and watch them. So then that way you can follow along. Also, hey, I'm on camera. On camera, You'll see what I look like. <laughs> You'll, you'll actually get a face with the name and voice that, that some of you have been listening to for, for a year now. So thank you, everyone. I enjoy these road tripping episodes. Apparently you guys do, too, because the numbers are outstanding on them. So I appreciate that. I think that's going to do it because I am about now uh, 15, 20 minutes from home to go home cook some food eat and just relax because I'm finally calm I'm finally free from all that anger, anxiety and stuff for the last several days thank you everyone we'll talk to you Monday as we celebrate the one year anniversary of this show love all you bye